0: Welcome to the Business of Buildings podcast, where passionate professionals in the building industry share knowledge and perspectives to inspire positive change in the places we live. In this episode, Biff Brody is here to share his perspectives on culture and values in the development industry. Biff is the original founder of Java Juice and is now a successful real estate developer in Perth, Western Australia. Let's listen in. Thanks for coming to the first Bob event. I really appreciate your efforts and time there Mm -hmm. and your contribution. I talked to a few people that came and they really enjoyed your conversation, your points. And it's because you were invested and you were willing to open up, which was the whole point of these events and and talking points. So the topic was scope and accountability. And a couple people mentioned culture, um, which Anton and I talked about that. And then talking with Graham Walsh, we thought values and culture might be the next best topic and thought yeah and then my mind started flooding with ideas and, and, and thoughts around that we talk about trying to improve the, the, the nature of design in the industry but you can't do that without looking at the human element and humans are all flawed and well not flawed that's a negative we have traits but when we start looking at ourselves then we find the solutions so culture and values I'll just give you my take on it and then you can kind of offer your insight into it you know culture where do we come from we both come from the US I grew up in California I come from a family where, you know, I left, we left our father behind when I was nine years old. We drive across country to Michigan, and then you, you go into a different way of living in Michigan versus California as a young kid. Then you go to high school. The culture of the friend group you hang out with is different depending on how you are as an individual. I was in the orchestra. I was always doing well in class, so the group around me was of that like-minded indi- uh, space. Even the the, the the high school itself had its own view of itself, as opposed to other high schools in this in the city. So you, you start building yourself and your values around the the culture you're brought up in. Mm-hmm. So your parents, your teachers, your your family, your friends, your friends' parents, they all instill in you values that you you determine are are your line or what you accept and what you don't accept. And that line always changes, but it's usually as you get older it becomes more consistent. All right, and then. You go to the corporate world and you look at culture. And I always say it, every company is a direct reflection of the leader of that company. The traits, the vision, the good and the bad, the ego, the not, it all flows from the top. The individuals within the companies are as their own. They're their own. They come from their own culture and value system, but it doesn't define them by the culture of the company. And our industry, for one, is is unique in that regard. And I've talked to a few about this where... I won't mention names, but on the phone last week, I was talking to a mechanical contractor, and I said outright, "Said, man, this isn't you, is it? This isn't good for you." And he said, "Yeah, you're right. It isn't. I don't agree with what's going on. It conflicts with my value system. It conflicts with who I am as a person." Uh, but there's a lot of those in corporate worlds that have to deal. Some will accept it and just get a paycheck. Others don't and have conflict, and just at some point will leave and go to the next company, and then come back, and you know the grass is greener. They're always hopping instead of looking in and saying, wait a minute, my own values don't align with what I'm doing. Or maybe I go to the next company and, and I'm right because everything is exactly, I believe we're all on the same page or at least closer. So you look at your first, you've, been on a, you've done a couple development projects here and you can see that in construction and engineering and architecture, there's a lot of people involved in making it happen. And there are lots of backgrounds. There's, there's architect, there's building, there's construction, there's engineering. And again, think about that. I went to University of Michigan. You go through the aerospace engineering program. There's a culture around that degree. You're an engineer. You're like you're a nerd. Or you, you know, this is the way you operate, and you get typecast in a way mm. where that becomes you. And don't define yourself by what you do. But it does happen. It's hard to deny. It. So there's a culture around engineering. There's a culture around architecture, and the way they project themselves as a as a as a professional body. There's a culture around builders. The culture around developers and then the value systems of the, in the professions is what's unique because there might be, and this is happening a lot in the industry, there's builders that will go and the tender process is very much flawed here. Well, they'll take a tender and then they'll, they'll go to a, a contractor and verbally tell them it's theirs. We need you to get to this price. And then they get to that price. And then a, a week later, they'll email asking about it. And then, and then they'll say, oh, someone else is coming with a better price. So you know that that doesn't happen by chance. That's literally them sharing the price with someone else saying, do you want it more? But they don't find it wrong. And it's not to say it's wrong because it's not regulated here. Their value line, for them, it might be fine. Okay. So you and I I remember you mentioned on your development, you, you developed it on time. Well, under time, under budget, very close to your budget. And you said to me that it was one of your second or third projects, and it was like a Harvard business degree for you, just learning. You're engaged in, in the process. You didn't just let professionals go run amok. You, you weren't controlling either. You had a sense of trust about you. And, but because you're invested, you, you set the tone for the culture of that project, and that's why it succeeded. That's one of the reasons it succeeded. You established a culture of, of trust and, you know, and also the fact that you're going to be engaged in it. You're not going to let things go off on a tangent. Um, And that that's how I see things going. And that's how a successful job job will go. So culture and values you can take from any number of different examples, you know, in the the space. Yeah. What what are your thoughts in that in that mode? Well, let's I didn't want to get into this. We'll we'll start because we don't want to compare Australia to the United States. But are there any differences in your mind? Or is it something we just rationalize in our minds as as a reason for scenarios?
1: Um, I'm sure there are, but I don't, you know, I I don't like to draw conclusions like that because I don't think it's going to help anything out. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't. By saying that you're going to get people offside. I agree. So wherever I am, that's where I am. Yeah. I agree. Um, And everybody's different. You know, yeah. To say, oh, I'm different and you're different. Yeah, well, that's, we don't need to say that. Everybody is different. Yeah. And uh, um, I personally would be invested as much as if, if I had 100% in it, in the deal, or zero in the deal, if I was going to be working the deal. Yeah. I would be just as invested. Like right now, I go over to the property once, twice a week to make sure everything is perfect. Yeah. That there's no cobwebs, that there's nothing, you know, nothing there, that everything's make it makes it look like it's just been finished. Yeah, yeah. And I would do that if I had hundred percent of the money or zero. Yeah. If I was in the deal. If I'm yeah. in the deal, it doesn't matter how much money I have in the deal. Yeah. That's just the way I operate.
0: Now how how did you get to that point? Like is that have you yeah. always been that way?
1: Like Yeah. I, I you when know, you grew up did you have a sense yeah, of yeah. of uh, always wanting to to put Obviously the, it's just happened over time. And yeah. and that you do things the right way, whatever I think the right way is. And also, um, I don't want to say don't be lazy. I mean, I'm lazy when it comes to some things, but I guess if you say you're going to do something, then do it properly. But but properly to me is different than properly to you. That's true. And properly to the builder and properly to the roof gutter. Yeah. And properly to the guy doing the titles at the title office. Yeah. And properly to the architect. Yeah. And properly to the designer and properly to everybody. True. You know. The the cog doesn't uh, isn't short of, you know, people in it. Yeah. And and I guess I've learned that sorry, you know, I don't leave anything to chance and not because I don't trust anybody, but that's my job mm. is to be the glue and to be spraying glue out everywhere and pulling everybody in yeah. and making sure that they hear everything and oversee them. Yeah. So you can call it you don't trust anybody and that nothing's fair. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a pessimist or whatever, but I think I'm a realist. Yeah, that's, that's, and, you know, I'm not a pessimist. I'm a realist. Yeah,
0: that's right. You know, it's not because it's called a, due diligence.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. You got, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. It's not because I don't like you. I don't trust you. Yeah. This is my job.
0: It's a profession. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, uh, I just don't see people doing that. It no. doesn't happen. Even when people, buy a business and spend $500,000. They don't even do their own due diligence. Yeah. And that's why it's so frustrating. It's like, you know, these people that come in from the, out of the country and want to, you know, get in the country and they got to spend so much money or whatever. They're better off hiring me. Yeah. Managing their money, man- buying a business, running the business and then just sitting at home. Yeah. Because they're going to buy a business. They're going to sign the wrong lease. They're going to screw it up. They're going to lose their money. Yeah. Yeah. But you know they'll never do that because they don't know me, they don't trust me the you know the color of my skin, my yeah. voice, and you know and they don't even want to hire me to give them some advice for a few thousand dollars that's yeah, I struggle with that too yeah and and they'd it's, rather uh, sign a lease and go and spend five hundred thousand without even talking to anybody, yeah. I mean, I'm just, Do you think, I, I just can't, you know, and, but I question myself, obviously, because obviously they don't trust me. So I'm not coming across very well. That's how I look at it.
0: Oh, okay. You don't think you're communicating clearly or maybe, or maybe not, they don't like
1: me. No, maybe or, they're or not. Maybe I'm too forward. I, you know, I don't know. It could be a plethora of things.
0: Maybe they're not listening or they don't want to hear, you know, that's uh, another. I, I don't,
1: I always bring it back to myself. Yeah. My communication is poor. Well,
0: I think it, it always takes two. It, you never know. But, well, but I
1: can't control their listening. You can't control that. I can that. only control their listening by my communication.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: So, you know, and and yeah, it's frustrating for me because um, it's hard for me to mm. do just some simple things I like. I would love to help people in business. I would, you know, many things. Yeah. Um, you know, I go to companies. I'm, tomorrow I'm going to 7-Eleven to convince them that they need some help in their shops. Oh, yeah. That their people need to be more than just order takers. Yeah. That their people actually are the most, the people in the shops are their most important asset. people. Correct. Their most important asset. Little do you know, it's not the people sitting in the glass tower. Mm. Yeah. And the guy getting the real estate and the people filling it up and so on and so forth. Mm. You need that person, you know, to be your enthusiastic spokesperson and mm. you need to change the culture in here. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you need yeah. people to want to come in here, not just think of seven eleven like you think of seven eleven from the United States. Yeah. you have brand new shops they 're all brand new here, so you ought to take this opportunity to change things mm. and make these people feel like they 're part of the family and they 're not going just coming in and out of the door here oh that 's brilliant and you know you need to totally revamp it mm. and take care of these people mm. You know, and make sure they're happy. There's and a sign-up.
0: Sure. They're looking at one up at the corner here. Valcada Road in Arendale. Oh, yeah. They're looking at a 7 oh, They're ladies. going to be...
1: They have 35 now. It's been... I don't even know if it's been two years. In two more years, they will have 100.
0: This... I mean, again, I'm not going to go into the U.S. America. I wasn't planning on it. But I went to a coffee shop up the road. We went there about six months ago for breakfast on a Sunday. And I've got the two kids. So, you know, it's difficult. You want to get them looked after and get in and out. It took like an hour for us to get our order, and it was just nothing but chaos. And then I'm going up saying we ordered, and then we're getting nothing but complaints. And, well, she's like arguing with me. I'm like, I'm the customer. And we, we didn't go back there. We said, we're never going back there. Yeah, But that comes from
1: the owner, like you said. Yeah.
0: You imagine what from, the owner's like. Probably. If I were have, I think I did. I said, when I was there, it was that bad. I was saying, can I talk to the owner? You know, that's me as an American probably being a bit too a bit but I'm like well no this is my where I come up and this is where we the customer is always right look look after us and then I'll look after you so not was, always right, not, not, always. not always yeah and then uh, my friend from school mark he just messaged me and he's at school holidays and he's like oh let's get a coffee and then he mentions that place I'm like oh yeah okay I'll go I'll go there um I wanted to more see them and hang out and service was great it was brilliant and I I don't know what they did there they changed the menu or it was just a better day or So it it completely changed my whole memory of what happened, and now I'm like, great! I get to go here again. Great breakfast, great coffee. We actually, ironically, got the coffee like so quickly. I was like, holy! I was shocked. Faster than ever. So now I'm I'm immediately.
1: Well, that particular day, the manager wasn't on, or you know, well, and nobody was overseeing like they should have been.
0: But maybe they went through a process of changing their culture. I don't know be I, a new owner for all you know that's who, my who first knows? instinct was it was yeah. it probably would have been well, It would be, be interesting that. to find out' I'll find Sounds out. like new
1: ownership to me
0: that's interesting yeah you get the culture right look after the the individuals and they're gonna look after you to a to an extent so um yeah um,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah no I mean body. it's very it's uh yeah, I mean, you know, I have a hard time explaining it. That's just the way I am. You know, I'm far from perfect, and I'm far from the best at anything. But I just believe you need to get everybody around the table. And we probably say this, you know, in the podcast or wherever. Yeah. But my, my simple example is...
0: We're recording you know, now, by the way, just so you know. Oh, okay. This is net, yeah. My, my,
1: <laughs> my simple example is I, I see all these homes say in peppermint grove or wherever you know the ones with the big doors the front doors and then the huge glass over the doorway yeah and i i just think that's ridiculous does anybody ever sit down and say how are you going to clean that glass and then there's lights inside on this tall ceiling how are you going to change that light bulb yeah you know all these things do you think it's ever talked about not really It's the architect, right? Mm. Drawing these pretty pictures. Yeah. Convincing these people that this is a nice drawing. Yeah. Do they talk about how you're going to clean the cobwebs way up here off this window? No. No. Or change the light bulb? Yeah. Or the sun coming through at a certain angle that's going in now to your bedroom? Mm. Or whatever. Or magnifying, the sun's going off and, you know, many things. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess... I don't know why. I can't pinpoint well, where or why that's happened in my life because I haven't, my parents surely aren't OCD. Mm, They're not pedantic. I mm-hmm. um, uh, don't know why.
0: Well, you're thinking practically. Yeah, You're thinking hands-on. You're, you're owning it. You're actually putting yourself as a in a position of, I'm going to own and maintain this. It could be a house. It could be anything, a business. Yeah. So you're, you're looking after it with...
1: I've, I've always said... You know, as if it's you know, yours. Uh, Yo, it's, and it's going to be mine forever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you hear people and you hear the saying that uh, you know they're going to build it or sell it and all you'll see is the dust from them going out into the sunset. Yeah. You know that's not my feeling and and with whatever I do, I want to go back there in 30 days, 3 years, 30 years and be proud about
0: it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um and as, and and that's just how I feel with what I do. Yeah. I'm always thinking if I'm going to be there. I'm how am I going to like it? Yes, yeah. How am I going to work with it? Yeah. How is that going to affect me? What am I going to think? Yeah. And let's think of this now, Mm. you know, and no matter how well you try to communicate it, it's still, even on this development, we put in an upstairs air conditioning on the display unit, not the others. And I've always told everybody, you know, it's going to happen. Everybody's going to want air conditioning. We want to make it as easy as possible for this to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, the designer, the builder or whatever, you know, once it was closed up, now it's not as easy. No, it isn't. Yeah. If you, you plan need- it early, but, it's, but, it's cheap. But I've told everybody yeah. to have it done that way. Oh, okay. So now instead of it being to put in air conditioner, an extra $150, it's $3,000.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I said, I'm banging my head. I said, guys, did I not tell you that?
0: You already told them that.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to sit here and yell and scream at them. Yeah. You know, I'll shame them for the 20 seconds. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I was very clear. Oh yeah, you were sorry.
0: How come they didn't take that and run with it though? You you yeah, you determined a point where you just say "I'll let it go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: And and I mean, you know, I don't know everything. No, no. You know? I, I I I you know, I'm never going to know everything. I don't but know you, if waterproofing's been done down there. Mm. I always say, I'm always amazed with owner builders. I always say, how do you know if the waterproofing's in? <laughs> yeah. How Do you know if this or that, or, you know, yeah. the scheduling is right. Yeah. I'm, you know, I mean, it's not my expertise, but it's my expertise to make sure that you get it right. Yeah. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm not always going to get it right. I mean, how do I know that compacted to do it right? How yeah. do
0: I know? You don't. There's a level of trust that goes into that process, doesn't it? And again, if, if you establish it, I always say this, if you have a, a strong culture on any project, it doesn't have to be our industry, you're more likely to get everyone buying into it, to then give you the... So maybe that waterproofing guy is more likely to do things the right way because he can feel the sense of integrity established by the culture and the leadership of that project, right? But it's
1: also important, and one way that I get this to happen is I go visit site every day. Yeah. You know, and I'm not there just as, I I don't care, developer. I'm there as somebody that I care. Yeah. So you get to meet these people and they see that you care, so they're probably going to care more. Yeah. Versus if you don't show up, and their only contact with the owner is the builder. True. You know how much are they going to care? Yeah. So you know, I always thought, oh God, it's going to be these guys throwing their cigarette butts in the walls and everything, and it, it never turned out
0: like. I that. could see you're a learner. You 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 absorb information and knowledge. I can see that from the moment I met you. So they're seeing the same thing. You're going to go in there learning. You're going to you're not going to you're yeah, going to go I'm, looking. But
1: I'm still never going to say you know uh, you know that I no, know about no. the
0: waterproofing or is the concrete the right thickness. I mean, you know. No, I know, but you're going to go and invest it in trying to learn for the, the sake of enjoyment of gathering knowledge, right? Most
1: definitely. Why not? Yeah, why not? I'm paying for it. I might as well get an education out of it. That's right. Right? Yeah. So, uh, no doubt. And I was, uh, you know, I was there a lot. Not not because I didn't trust them. I wanted to see what was going on and yeah. to learn. Yeah. And to get an education. I'm paying for it, so I might as well get something out of it.
0: That's true. That's a very interesting point. Because I, I look at... I've, and um, it's been a number of times I I go into an architect and say oh can I would love if they understood what I did because it's not that difficult because it'll actually help them just like that like oh put it in earlier it's going to be cheaper so I'd offer to come in and get some educational sessions and and I just this morning I emailed and I, now I just do it for fun because I know I'll get the same I know the answer every single time Oh, we're a bit manic and busy at the point in the moment and got to get a tender out no literally six years trying not one not one offering free knowledge and like, wait a minute. Okay. So that I'm just going to give up on that. It's either they don't really give a shit about, or they don't understand the value of it, or even for the sake of learning to improve. And it had some perspective. I look at it from a couple angles. If, if they had the skill and the knowledge to a base level, but not an expert at it, you're more likely to be able to, to see if the wool's being pulled over to, to gather some confidence and trust, because you have a general idea that they're doing the right thing. It's building integrity knowledge brings brings that you know
1: i think people then start to it's the ego yeah gets in the way I, you know I time i don't yeah what do you that, that you know you're trying to tell the architect who knows who's the expert and you're trying mm. to help them out mm, yeah. and i think their ego gets in the way and you know i know my job Who do you think you are
0: Potentially, I've never asked that. outright, But maybe there's some truth. And no, I did ask that for a couple. I did. Some will say yes. Some will well, say no. Are you going to get the truthful answer? Probably not. You know. And <laughs> so,
1: you know, uh, to me, I, I'm just trying to, I don't care who's right. And I don't yeah. need to be right. No. I mean, we all have an ego. I don't think, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, At the end of the does, day, yeah. I just want to have a great result. Period. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Whoever comes up with the idea is fantastic. Yeah. But the no. bottom line is. We want a good result. Well, what's a good result? So yeah, you have to good, identify what is a good result. A good result to me is something very different to another developer. That's true. Or to the builder. Yeah. So you have to get what a good result looks like. But with the, pictures and in color. Yeah. And with timeframes. Yeah. And with money. And with a whole host of parameters.
0: But you have a, you have a clear vision in mind to be able to guide that, right? Because like you said, it's... You have a vision of the best result for you, which will be different to someone else. You're you're ultimately the one that can see it to that vision, right? So the only one that can satisfy that is you, you and your leadership and the culture you've established.
1: Yeah, but it's very difficult. And again, even though I have a clear vision, I still have issues. You could see even on that development. Oh, you, you know, do. Okay. There's that so you're not
0: content with, or?
1: yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just the air conditioning, say, you know, of being able to get it extended in the houses now because they've been closed up versus if it was if there was a conduit put in for a hundred bucks oh yeah (laughs) we could have got past that and everybody knew what was going to happen and i told everybody and you know just there's lots of things and you don't know everything uh until you go through a lot of this but i always asked upstairs downstairs the sun i talked about airflow what's the air going to be like in winter Mm. and summer and spring Mm -hmm. you know yeah because the sun's in the back of the house, not in the front, so there could be a ten degree difference there. Yeah, you know, and you know, should we have ventilation? Should we have the wheelie bird up on the ceiling over there? Or you know, I mean, all what these do they sell you? They didn't. Oh, don't worry about it.
0: it's yeah. not your
1: problem. You're not going to live there.
0: That's what's happened. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the WA that's, market. It's
1: not going to it's not going to add or subtract any mo- any money from the sale price. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And
1: where I said, well. Why don't we think about it now? Yeah, yeah. How much money is it? How mm. hard is it to think about this stuff now?
0: It's not much at all. It yeah. takes very little effort.
1: But when you're not used to it... Yeah. And I see that everywhere. Sorry, you know, I see it everywhere. I, I, I play golf. Mm. I see it on golf courses. Yeah. The, the passion for these greenskeepers is oh, practically, yeah. you know, nothing. You know, oh, do yeah. they take care, of, take care of it? And you can't, say, you can't say to them, take care of it like it was your own. Because if you went to their house, it's probably a pig's eye.
0: Mm. True,
1: yeah. And they probably don't care. Yeah. So you can't just say, take care of it like it's your own. Because yeah, they what's, do.
0: And what's the ins- yeah, that's true. That's yeah. the point of the value line.
1: But the problem, the real problem is, it's not money. They don't have the passion. Mm. They just don't have the passion. Yes, yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And until they have the passion, it, it's not going to happen. It just won't happen. I don't well, care if you, you're a brickie. How- if you're a greenskeeper at a golf course, if you're working in a bowling alley, alley waxing the
0: lanes, they either have pride in them, what they do or not. Right. Yeah, you can't change that. You can't. Right. And you, and it doesn't matter, matter how right much money. you're going to pay them. That's right. not going to do it, is it? Right. It's either you have the ability or not. That's exactly right.
1: So was I brought up different than somebody else than you? I, I don't. I don't know. Um, well, you were. And. Um, no, I, I no, I, I, don't, I mean, you know, it's not, I Well, mean, this is, it wasn't the education. It was the education on the street, mm. you know, and thinking that why, why not think ahead? What does it cost to do it right? What's the cost? Mm. Just some time out to
0: think about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the impact on other people's lives.
0: That's brilliant.
1: It's, it's very simple.
0: It is. Where
1: people don't care. They don't care.
0: Mm.
1: what the person feels like. They don't realize After drinking the cup of coffee, after yeah. being in there to try to get their breakfast, mm. after living in the house, after buying the bike, after buying the car. Yeah. You know, you know, you go and buy a car and then they say, do you want to buy some door, floor mats for another $50 or $100? Yeah. I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah. No, you got to be kidding after you just spent 10 or 20 or 30 or 40 or
0: $50,000? Yeah. You know. This is why it's so difficult, because if you look at it in an ideal world, if you could pick the cream of the crop that a group of engineers, architects, subcontractors, builders, plumbers, whatever that are passionate, that are all passionate and including their their employees and contractors, you'd be pretty lucky, wouldn't you? That's not reality. But again, I go back to the companies themselves have a culture and the culture they've established is pretty easy to pick up if people spend a bit more time looking at it. If you found that selections in a tender process were made based on can be cost driven but also a combination of things like looking at who's running that show the success rate getting getting uh, reviews and feedback and re- not just trusting referrals blindly like because i I gave you I won't tell the story what I would just told you earlier that was trusting referral, and then look what happened to me like it can get out of hand doing due diligence and selecting with one of those traits of, of passion and motivation in the right culture, can really do a lot to set it up for success. It's not going to guarantee a successful project, but it's more likely to than not, you know, as opposed to what happens. And this is a cultural difference, which I'll, you know, well, in the industry, I think the, the U.S., U.K., Australia, all about the same in the industry, really. The Australia and the U.K. are very much aligned with the process of design and tendering, where a lot of onus is given to the builder and the contractors. In Germany, it's the other end. That's a different culture. culture there is the engineer. Every nut and bolt, everything's detailed. There are no variations. The engineer's the lead. Anything that you're going to change has to go through them. I think the U.S. is the middle ground between the U.K. and Germany. It's not ideal. It's somewhere in between where there are no opportunities for the contractors to go and claim and, and push back because the professional team is in the lead. That's the culture they've established. That's the value line. So here you have to just understand the culture and be familiar with it and work within it to try to achieve the best outcome. And coming from the U.S., that's my struggle. That's what I'm still learning here. I'm trying to do things the right way, trying to um, communicate. But then also I come from a culture and it's not just the U.S. I went to Michigan and even myself and I don't know when I've always wanted to do things the right way, just like you. But where did that come from and why do I want to do it? Well, it's fulfilling for me. It makes me happy to a point. It's simple as that. How do you instill that? It it
1: obviously takes time, and uh, it doesn't happen overnight. No. And if somebody hasn't been groomed whatever way that is to get that result, Hmm. it's very difficult. Just as if you needed to change the way you think to the way others think, that wouldn't happen overnight either. You would struggle. Can you imagine having to go work? In a place where the culture wasn't right, and we would really struggle. I've done that. I've been there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, it's a
0: struggle for me, and I don't last. And um, it's learning it, when to leave early instead of hanging on too long.
1: I mean, can you imagine going to a place where they wanted to overpay you, and all you did was sit around filling time?
0: I would not like, like that like at people all.
1: Did here during the mining boom, perhaps? Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, and I guess you know, I I, I probably could do it too. I mean, you know, hey, if stuff's thrown at you. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's very difficult to say no, like it is to drugs for yeah. young people and other people. Yeah, you know, the peer pressure is huge. Yeah, and um, so I would never say that. That would never be me in, until I'm put in that situation. Yeah, um, that's a good point. But it's it is a challenge to change the way people think especially since they've been thinking that way for a majority of their lives, which could be 10, 20, 30, 50 years. Yeah, yeah. And they think it's the right way. So who's to say what is the right way? There is no right
0: way. That's the battle. Like, like uh, odd example, say, I don't know why, the Utah polygamy, like it's in some cultures you can have three or four wives. In that culture, there's nothing wrong with that. To come outside in, that's wrong. Well, n- neither one is correct. It's 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 relative we shouldn't be placing judgments on others with regards to their value line Some cultures like we, there's been discussion of the hijab and the, if you really talk to a, a muslim woman like depending on whatever It's actually there's more to it than just there's a reason behind it. They're happy with it. They're content with it But versus us looking in we say that's you don't respect yourself as a woman, you know that and the value line's completely confused We shouldn't be judging you know, every individual has a different point of, of understanding where they are at. That's again, like there's no, everyone just has to, if, if there's more communication and understanding of each other and perspective, then you're going to, you're more likely to have more trust in a system. That's all.
1: But it's hard for you being one of many uh, consultants when you don't have any control and you're trying to make a living. Yeah. And yeah. you have to go through, along with the process. It's hard for you to be shouting to change the process. oh yeah I I compromise all the time yeah it's all the time
0: there's no idealistic way about it yeah you're like okay what can I you you have to pick a point and say this is where I I can get to you know
1: yeah because these guys they want to put a building up and it's about the shareholders and they're going to sell the building in one or two years they don't care what happens in three years yeah or four years yeah they don't care they know it's going to fall down yeah they don't care because they know they're going to be sold out and the shareholders are going to be happy they don't care they don't want to hear it that's true even though I got to believe in the long run it will pay dividends because when it does fall down that person they sold to is not going to be very happy with them yeah yeah okay and what comes around goes around
0: it's social capital okay it's never lost so yeah
1: i i don't agree that it costs too much in the lo- in the short term it might cost what you think is too much but really probably isn't because you're going to save so much time on the ultimate build with arguments and overruns and penalties and everything else that take the arena in Perth that was budgeted arena, at yeah, two hundred and fifty yeah. million mm-hmm. and it ended up I don't know at seven hundred and fifty million? Yeah. So you're telling me somebody they couldn't have gone away for a month and sat under trees with people and couldn't have afforded that to take ten people away yeah. for a month and stayed in a thousand dollar a night accommodation? Mm-hmm. Okay, how much money is that compared to the five hundred million they lost?
0: And guess how they lost that money? I I actually, I know the lead structural engineer. I think,
1: I think, think, well, at the end of the day, the builder BGC could see these shortcomings and rub their their hands together, knowing that there weren't one story I heard there. There was no seats in
0: there. There were no seats in the count. No shit. No seats. And They put a variation to it. Good (laughs) lord. So the documentation wasn't clear.
1: Any, anyway, I, all I know is
0: the basement car park was designed. It was taken out, and then the retractable roof was designed, taken out. At, I don't know at what points, or maybe it's just from rumor. And then it was after tender, after the contract. Then it's put back in. It's a lot more expensive once the builder gets it. Well, <laughs> so if the there, original it budget, variations.
1: If the original budget was two fifty and it ended up at seven fifty, that's a real problem. Yeah, it's okay? planning, poor planning. That's a real and problem. lack of accountability. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, shame on everybody for allowing that to happen.
0: But like you said, um, the poor decisions in lack of good intention or lack of planning or passion and motive, it's it's still, it's the taxpayers are paying for it. Of course. It doesn't go away. It doesn't disappear. Of course. Somebody is going to be impacted at some point. we
1: We've been impacted. Just think if they manage their money properly, you don't think a a couple billion dollars would have been a a little bit different between 2007 and now?
0: It would have been nice. We could be better off right now.
1: You know? So, and what, what did the shires do when they wanted some money? They put up the rates.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So they might have, you know, it's my favorite. Every park, They cut the lawn in the middle of winter. It doesn't grow, but they keep cutting the lawn. Yeah. They keep spending the money. That's true. You know, there's six at our people. house. Yeah, there's six people doing the job of two people.
0: Like, it's this thing. Like, why is he coming out? Yeah. And I told him, "No, oh, we've got to stop that. We don't need that.
1: Right. But in councils, they keep cutting the lawn. They keep, you know, showing up at parks. I mean, you know, these parks. Yeah. You know, geez, spend half the amount of money, no one's gonna, you know, notice the
0: difference. Yeah. What, here's a here's an odd one. Like, I just thought I was I wrote down earlier health because, like you said, in these jobs, I kind of pick a point where I'm like, oh, okay, I, I've I've a culture around health of myself. I like to exercise and run, and I know my line. I'm not crazy. I don't really like. I'm not gonna go try to change the world, and I'm like, I'm not gonna put so much stress in at the at the detriment of, of myself. I'm passionate about what I do, but there's a limit you know what about culture around around that just with with your upbringing i've always um in a capitalist society like we're in we're in you know there's a point of because we are't in, in a everything is now generation I want it now on in a hurry there and part of that has led to lack of thought and planning because all these tools are available now and everything can be done in a hurry it's taken us away from focusing on simple planning strategies and it, i guess i'm getting to the point where we're more stressed than ever we're stressed we're spread thin emails have to re- reply to within an instant text and calls back and forth and then time frames and demands on deliverables have been pushed up where it's like so stress is coming into all this where everyone is being asked to do more for less time without the ability to say no because the system is already influencing that and then I do think there's an impact on wellness and health in in everyone, not just our industry, but around the world right now. Do you think that's true, or is that just me drawing a line of assuming too much?
1: Oh, I I think. Um, or is it always cell, been this way? I think the cell phone, the mobile phone, adds to it. Yeah. You, sh- I don't think I'd say most people they get you know, <laughs> their, their hands yeah. start start making the movements of sending texts. Yeah. They're they're (laughs) constantly looking at their phone. Yeah. And and their whole life life has changed. 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 40 years ago, what did you do? Mm. If you're out taking a walk, you weren't worrying about the telephone ringing. Yeah. Or the mailman coming. Here, uh, you know, I look at people and I just think this is a disaster. Yeah. It's an absolute disaster. Hmm. You know, it's great if it's used properly. Yeah. But, but most people don't use it properly. And it could be a bogus advertisement or whatever. And I've seen people at dinners, they're they're looking at some stuff that, you know, shouldn't even be paid attention to at home. Mm. And it's the most important thing. Yeah. So, I, you know, technology is great if it's used properly. But it's uh, invasive. It's, you know, the games, gaming. Mm. I mean, you know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. They're inside now. People are inside gaming. They're not outside walking on the beach yeah. or playing games. True. They're inside. Yeah. And how this changes your mannerisms
0: and, and your is, personality. Culture is changing just around that around the world with technology, isn't it? When I did, you remember as a kid, you used to play with your, like neighbors, and I remember that in California, it used to be just like everyone would hang out, and and now if if that it, doesn't happen anymore.
1: Well, I was on. I always remember my mom saying that she could never get us off the playing field into the house. Yeah. Now you can't get them out of the house <laughs> onto okay. the playing field. So I'll guarantee you if there was a study on after school play of, you know, in the baseball field, on the basketball, whatever, you know, playing tag, whatever it is. Yeah. I'll bet you if you fast forward over the years, I'll bet you those playing fields are nearly empty.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And on the weekends. I'll guarantee you, instead of being out in the park or playing, hmm. they're, you know, staying at home, sitting on the couch, making a big dent yeah. or wearing out batteries or, you know, their chargers or their TVs or whatever it is. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure remote control batteries and batteries are have never, you know, gotten more use. Yeah. Um I mean, but that's the way it is. It's not going to change. Um, and... That's, and everybody's different i I've just had the mindset i'd rather go out and play it than watch it
0: because you've experienced it right
1: oh yeah I guess yeah, I guess I have, and I always say you know i've been there done that, but to me the most i mean you know uh we're getting into stuff that you know is, is uh is pretty philosophical, and uh it all uh, applies um yeah i I don't know i just i guess I want to be around for a long time, but a healthy time. Yeah. And that means so many things and uh, people will often come up and say, oh, you know, how long you've been working out for doing this or that or whatever, mm. or how long have you been working this way in business? And I would say, and they probably would want to hear, oh, you've been doing it for, you know, three or four or six months. And I'd say, no, I've been doing it my whole life.
0: Mm. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So
1: it's not that I've been going to the gym, you know, start three months before summer to get ready for bathing suits, you know, time of year. Yeah. I've been doing it my whole life. It doesn't matter when it is.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah.
1: It's very simple. Yeah. And you continue to. Yeah. You don't have a choice. There's no choice.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not a choice to wake up and want to go to bed or not. It's that there's no choice. You get up and you you do your activities. Yeah. As soon as you give yourself a choice.
0: Everyone has a fixed amount of time, which is the most valuable. It's worth more. But everybody everybody, doesn't appreciate it as much as we used to. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, It's. Challenging, I you know. I hope somebody that's listening can.
0: Was there a cultural difference between, say, my generation, yours, and and the new like generation? What do they say? Generation Y or X? You or, older than me, or am I older than? you? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, when I went to Michigan, I, I didn't have a cell phone. We just barely had email. I thought back on it, like how did I how did I cope? How did I live? How did we actually have events and activities together? How did you meet people? You actually planned and you 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 organized and you we did you actually it. talked. You talked.
1: You yeah. actually spoke. And not through a letter or text. Yeah.
0: Right? And now I think, how the hell, did, how did we survive back then? But it's actually... You
1: survived th- pretty well. You probably survived better then than you are now. I probably did.
0: It was probably more like, wow, sometimes I think, wish, what if I was born in an earlier time? I would have would have been happier, potentially, or have less in...
1: Well, but I, I don't think anybody would say that Perth is better off now than it was 15 years ago. No. Just because your house is worth more. No. But I think people were richer... Financially, mm-hmm. And they were probably happier 15 years ago than they are now.
0: Yeah. Now expectations have been sent skyrocketing. And then there's that influence of all that capital growth. And then all the greed starts kicking in. And then, yeah.
1: Are we better off with the sports arena now after paying $500 million too I don't much? think it's
0: all that. No. It, it wasn't worth that. Yeah. You, know? you know, it looks... That's another thing. How many people you ask, oh, what do you think of that building, the way it looks? You know, really? I don't. It would be an interesting survey. <laughs> like... You know, good good architecture stands the test of time. Did the public get a voice in that? Because it's a public facility. I would probably say Probably no. not. I would say not. A nice box with some... Images, I would say no. It would have been fine. Save yeah. a lot more money, get a better outcome. Oh, Use that money bu- for they, other good. They
1: could have built that same thing for probably all done for 200 with change. 200, yeah, yeah. 200 with change, and they would have had everything, and it would have acted the same way. Correct, yeah. Looking a little bit different. Yeah. And would have been done a year earlier, probably.
0: Yeah. But the, again, the somebody
1: has to put their signature on it, right? Mm. Some architect and some government official got paid, and so they worked in cahoots and it was done.
0: There is a culture, cultural interface between what I do with mechanical engineers and contractors, where there is that because there, we talked about the qualification line and up and down and how there are some friendlies going on, and there's the the uh, oh, I'll look after you, don't worry. Or then, but then, by doing that, the accountability of the engineer falls, and then it and it, and it goes to them. That you know, that that's unique to here, and it it's a Perth thing, it, and it does happen out out east as well. Like an all boys, well, I joked with a guy earlier that it's like um, we're almost like a bunch of girls. There's lots of social chit chat and jargon going on.
1: It's more important to be a mate or in the group, yeah, than, it's to, a be good, space than to be good
0: at what you do yeah which and is a real conflict and that's that's a bit that's a bit sad yeah like I think. she'll be right if your mate a referral and that, that that drives me nuts i'd rather be you'd rather have people awarded on merit and skill than that i guess cuz it the she'll be right mentality it's true it does exist um just being honest about it because i've experienced both and it doesn't lead to great outcomes that it's just like okay um but again you can't change that it's just the way it is. It's not going to, it won't change overnight again. I don't know. Well, back to the, the cell phones and that, that uh, we're almost the society as a whole, it's become more I'll send Even when I started the business, I'll send emails out on the weekend. You're working nonstop because you're passionate. You're just enjoying it. And you'll do, you'll notice people will be checking emails on the weekend, working for companies. are like, wait a minute, what's going on here? This is a bit, um, why are they doing that? They're only getting paid for a salary during the week. And then I found out Germany is actually now standing up and they're, they have IT systems in place which are actually track and shut down your access, which I think is brilliant. It really is, to take that extent. Don't check. Well, for one, it's a risk to the company. If you're that spread thin, you're not getting rest. You're going to come in. You're going to be tired. You're not going to be clear. It's actually the company's doing it for them just the same as they're doing it for the individual, for their best interest. Well, um, where... The culture of just focus, always working, and the more, the more you do, the better. I remember when I was at Acom, just seeing people working crazy hours and constant. And then that feeling like, oh, I need to play up to that, or I have to, I have to fit into this this view of how you're you're better because you're working more hours, which is a bunch of BS.
1: It's about production. It's not about quantity. Sufficiency.
0: You should be working. If you're working less hours and you get your job done. You're, you're doing better than the rest. Because you're putting more hours in doesn't mean you're doing a better job. But on the surface, that's what kind of most perceive. Most definitely. <laughs> right?
1: Most definitely. Yeah. But it's about outcome. Yeah. And it's about
0: good outcome. Yeah, that's right. And what? And in the end, what you're going to be satisfied with and fulfilled with, ultimately. Yeah, cool. That's good. Do you have any, uh, any moments of any interesting human moments that have happened of late? I, I gave an example of mine, which is... I won't... <laughs> Well, one. This is a, like an odd one. It was just a. I just came up here. I was running. I thought I was running late to see you. And uh, a guy's just standing. He's standing. There's a truck trying to back out on this road, and uh, he's just. He's not like a traffic guard or anything. Just a guy, and he's standing in the middle of the road, just going like this. And I. I was literally. He did it right when I was pulling up on side, and I just had my window down. I said, "Sorry, man. I got i I'm running late." And he kind of gives me like a. He. Uh, Kind of give me like a dirty look and said, what the hell? What's your problem, man? Like, I'm really, I'm running late. He's trying to block traffic and the truck was way up. It wasn't even close to So I was like, I'm fine. I'm just, I just got to get going. That was one. That was like, I always like to keep a positive human moment, but that was kind of a negative one. Just, I would probably do the same thing. And then earlier I was in the city of Northbridge trying to get parking for that meeting for that coffee project. And I'm literally trying to stop and turn because there's a car park here. And then I saw it was a loading zone. And it wasn't the car behind me. It was two cars behind me, a truck that we kept honking. It's like, who's that idiot up there? What the hell are you doing? i got to get to my meeting. Because I'm literally like, oh, just. And then I turn up. I go up William Street. I park at the library. Um, I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm early for the meeting. I go out. I'm like, sweet, I can get a coffee. And because uh, I, I when I was I made that turn on William, I saw that truck. I kind of looked at the license plate. I saw it when I walked out of the library. I saw the truck. He's must have been driving around looking for parking. You know, but I didn't, I didn't take, he was in a bed. He would have, he would, his state of mind would have been, I don't know, where was he going? He's in a rush. He's in a hurry. He had to honk a, a car ahead because he was annoyed that someone was slowing him down. I mean, I've been there. I'm Not saying it was wrong. Everyone's had their, they're in a hurry, but that's a, that's a human moment.
1: Yeah. I'd rather come up with some more positive human moments. Why is it that when you ask questions like that? sorry, I would probably think of more negative things than positive things, and that's disappointing.
0: That's just the mindset you're in, you know? I gave, I've gave i given positive before. It doesn't make it right or wrong. Again, everyone changes. We're all, even as an individual, from day to day, you, you, you go through changes in mood and perspective and attitude. So, on, you know, we talk about cultural alignment and value and vision, which is, is not realistic at any point. You have the best team in the world, on any given day, you could have someone here or there that's just in a bad mood. And on that day in that bad mood, makes a decision that doesn't have a lot of passion behind it, but it doesn't make it wrong. <laughs> right? We're all human in the end. That's the point. There's no good or bad or indifferent. Well,
1: I'll, I'll, and, like, I'll end on this positive note. And I do have this uh a friend of mine. He's a bit older than I am. Yeah. And uh if you're listening, that doesn't mean anything. But... uh <laughs> He is a terrific guy, and his mind is open to whatever, and and he's always willing to explore anything and sit down and have a logical, constructive conversation, yeah. and I really enjoy that time, and lucky to have that time with this person.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That gives you more energy. Oh, it? it's yeah. fantastic. And that's what your, your good friends and network around you, that's what they give you, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't, yeah. And, and don't take it for granted. Never enough of those people. Or, you know, I, I need to get out and uh, cultivate more of those relationships.
0: Amen. That's why I'm I'm planning on going on a trip to California, Michigan and, and reinstill that, you know. Really, like with lots of thanks and gratitude this time around. Well, that's great, Britt. Thanks a lot for coming down. Sure. That was brilliant.
1: Sure. I look forward to hearing more uh, with other people that you have on.
0: Yeah, there's a couple interesting guests coming. Good.
1: Excellent.
0: Uh, Cool. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to the Business of Buildings podcast. Thanks again to Biff Brody for sharing his great insight into the topic of culture and values in real estate development. We look forward to sharing more perspectives and knowledge in future episodes. Stay tuned.